Jolly Jäger, the Jagger wants it back, he gets it back and leaves it through for Holtby! Oh, it's off the line! It's off the line! So, George, I think after that game at Old Trafford, uh, 6-2 loss against United, let's, you know, delve into what's happening at Leeds. Obviously, they have played some fantastic football and very attacking. And Bielsa is very stubborn and not changing his uh, tactics, which some might say is is brilliant to watch and to see it's very refreshing. And others would be like, they should be a bit more adapting to the league itself. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on that, George? How do you like uh, late so far in the league? Yeah, I mean, you you got to... The first thing that you probably have to say is you got to respect them for their courage. Like, they will go out there with the same game plan. They will man-mark you and they will play extremely attacking football. And, uh, yeah, I guess it shows for it because they have conceded the most goals, I think, in the Premier League. Um, so, yeah. it's a bit weird. Um, even when you're down 3-0, you don't stop. You're down 3-1, then it becomes 4-1. You still don't stop and make it 4-2. I, I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's difficult because it's... On one hand, it's very refreshing, the football that they play. It's something that nobody else in the league plays. But on the other hand, it's it's about results. And if they're not getting results, then what's the point, I guess? I mean, you can put on a show for everyone, but then if you get hammered every other week by all these big teams, 6-2, 3-1, 4-3, which was, I think, a little bit flattering for Leeds, that Liverpool scoreline. And have the, who else have they played? Have they played Spurs? And Leicester? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, I guess the only highlight from their from their games and their results against the top six is probably the City game. But then I, I, I take that more to be Pep over overestimating and just you know doing what Pep does in these games that he thinks are going to be really difficult and he tries to out, overthink things. So in retrospect. Maybe when they come to the Etihad, it probably wouldn't be the same scoreline and Pep will just decimate them because the way that they play, it just suits teams that are, they themselves are incredibly attacking. So you've got teams like Liverpool and City who thrive on people. They, they love it when people get come out of their shell and they try and commit bodies forward. Because the speeds at which these guys, including United as well, can hit them on the break or in transition is ridiculous. And if you have players that are good dribblers um, in your team, then the second you beat someone, uh, there is so much space. Because in a man-marking system, when the, the, after you beat someone, there's so much space that's left behind. Uh, it just... Uh, it just opens up so many possibilities. So, yeah. Um, with regards to my thoughts, it's just it's a little bit of mixed mixed bag, I think. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And I agree with you on most parts of that. And more than anything, I think when Leeds goes up against Spurs, that's going to be uh, probably a wake up call because Spurs, you know what they do? They love to watch that team attack. And if Leeds are going to hit them so hard like they did, um, after United scored even three goals, um, 
Son and Kane are just going to tear them apart. They could probably beat them even further than six goals. And for me, and in my opinion, and this is going to be uh, controversial in the sense that so many people give give Leeds uh, credit and the benefit of the doubt that they are playing such attacking, free-form football all the time. But at a point, it becomes about results, like you said. And what's the point if they're just going to play really free-flowing football and you're going to go back down the next season? They have only won four games this season and they've conceded 30 goals already. Uh, I don't think that should be applauded as much as it has been. And Bielsa being the respected manager that he is, he hasn't really won anything or done anything that significant, in my opinion, again. So, I'm not sure where this love for Leeds is coming from, as much as it is. The pundits, the fans, even the press, they give them a lot of credit for showing bravery. But bravery can only take you so far. Uh, in a football league, it's not going to sustain. I think maybe even in knockout football, this would be super dangerous to play. And it would be really interesting when the FA Cup starts, how they're going to manage with that in the latter rounds. So, yeah, it's a it's a weird one that leads. Not yeah, too sure about it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So one of the things that Gary Neville commented was about how they they play. No, nobody plays man marking football in in the league, and the reason is this. This is the exact reason why nobody uses this tactic. And um, when top teams train. They usually train with man marking for very small games like five asides or four asides, etc. But it is for a specific purpose. Um, it's not your overall philosophy. So I guess you got to respect the man for coming uh, with a different approach to the game. But whether it's the right approach and does it work in the modern game? Probably not, I, I think. When you have such, when you have teams that Love love it when you commit so many bodies forward and have such talent on transition. It it doesn't really it's not too effective. Exactly. And uh, what do you think? Do you think we are going to see a change from Bielsa after seeing that that result at Old Trafford? Six two is not a joke. Like they lost four one against Crystal Palace and they kept playing the same type of football. So, are we going to see any sort of difference in the next game? Are they going to, you know, be a little bit more conservative, perhaps? Probably not. I think they're just going to go at it guns blazing. Like you said, he's pretty stubborn. And so, Bielsa doesn't last too long in the sense that he might be at the club, but a lot of players buy out of his system and they don't really enjoy it anymore. And one of them is results, and the second one is the intensity of training. So if he keeps us up, he might stay in the league, but I don't see him retaining too many players. I can see in the long run, players not buying into the system and just saying, screw it, I just want to play a more relaxed type of football in terms of my effort during training. So that is something that we could probably see in the future. But I do expect them to stay up, though. Regard, regardless, I think they, they yeah. have enough. They have enough capabilities to win games, and 
they and against teams that don't have too much attacking prowess, um, they should win those games, and those are the games that you need to stay up. I think you just you just need to win roughly around 10, 11 odd games a season to stay up. Is that is that is that a right stat? Let's see. Yeah, so while you're checking on that, I would like to say, yeah, okay, so first season back in the Premier League and they stay, that's expected from, I'm sure that's all league fans and everyone is expecting them to stay. That's absolutely fine and it will probably happen. However, over time, and let's say he does retain his team and he does get the players that he wants as well. I'm, I'm sure like when uh, better quality is added to that side in the midfield and at the back, we are going to see, uh, you know, Maybe they won't leak as much as goals. However, they still have to play big six teams. And uh, certain teams like Crystal Palace can catch them out on those one-off days where they would lose those games. So, in the long run as well, I don't think that this kind of system is sustainable in the sense that they might not move further up the ladder. You know what I mean? You might just be staying in that middle... middle, yeah, there won't be any progression of this side. Um, so maybe that's when like another manager would have to come in and then transitioning over to a different type of football for these players. Yeah, that's so many years down the line, uh, probably. However, I think it's something that needs to be spoken about. Yeah, I I, I, I see what I see what you're saying. It's, I mean, if you're just gonna, if there's no. I mean, if you keep doing the same thing over and over and again, and it's not giving you the results that you want or, or need and demand, then what's the point in doing it? So, yeah, it's... I mean, we'll we just have to see how it goes. I guess for neutral fans, it's, it's okay. We just It's just a piece of entertainment. It's a game to look forward to always, every game week. But I think for Leeds fans, they probably will get tired of this in, in soon. In due course, yeah. If they do go down at some point, like over the next few seasons, then definitely, yeah, you would see that. And the only reason we're talking about this actually is, uh, I'm sure most people would say that you're out of your mind, like Bielsa and that late side is too good to get relegated. However, there's been a lot of teams like who try to... Uh, stamp for authority on the league when they do come up. Like we saw Fulham uh, a couple of seasons ago. They spent a lot of money. They changed the team all around. It didn't work. But that's a different type of asserting yourself, isn't it? But uh, Norwich as well. Norwich did play really good football and they had brilliant people on the top side of the pitch. However, the defence let them down again. And what happened? They got relegated. So, and more than, I think more than relegation, uh, Leeds fans should be afraid of is stagnation of or being in that mid-tier in the Premier League. I think we see so many teams take so many years to uh, start even transitioning and it's not going to be, I don't think the fans are going to be so uh, lenient on Bielsa when those times come. Yeah, true, true. And I also feel that, especially during the United game, Oh, sorry, for the United game, that there was no hint of rivalry. And I guess it's just that Leeds have been out of the league for so long 
that both players, both sets of players, United players and uh, Leeds players just forgot what it means, what that United-Leeds derby means. Probably Calvin Phillips can relate because he's from Leeds and Solskjaer could probably relate because he's played against Leeds. But those are probably the only two people in those in that whole stadium. Or maybe that's not true, maybe the backroom stuff. But who are playing, who are actively participating in the game? I think the... Uh, yeah. I see yeah. where you're coming from. It, I think it was 17 years the last time they played uh, in the Premier League. Like, yeah. Uh, and and yeah, the me- media will hype it up as I think it's called the Roses Derby. Uh, but um, yeah, it's it's just the media. It I, didn't I don't have the Derby feel in that sense. Right? It, there's there's no Derby feel, and I and I feel if there was a Derby feel, then you probably wouldn't see this kind of a response. For Bielsa, it's nothing. It's just another team, right? But yeah, if there was a sense of Shit, this is a derby. This is against United. We need a result. A result is more important than how I play football, which is how most managers and teams go again, go up when they go against a derby. Because all Manchester derbies, Merseyside derbies, North London derbies, they're heavily contested. And it's not, it's not about saying that, hey, this is how I play and this is how I'm going to play, but more of we need a result. And I feel that was lacking. And it wasn't a. I've never seen one of these United Leeds derbies, but I'm sure that it, no Leeds team would have ever come to Old Trafford and put this kind of a performance in, in the sense of such a stubborn performance. Let's say. I completely agree with you, and there wasn't that crunch in the game in that sense. Those. Those leads games from, you know, videos and things that play, ex-players have talked about. It used to be a very physical and almost a battle. Uh, Leeds were, if anything, like the second biggest rivals that United had at the time. After Liverpool, I would say. City weren't considered. They were just known as the noisy neighbours, which got too loud in the end. Uh, but the Leeds-United games used to be, uh, you know, a very feisty affair. You could say like the scoreline in the end for United became a big FU to the Leeds team. And I feel like there was there would be some players in the United team that knew about it, the Academy boys for sure. Like uh, Scott McDominay, perhaps. Like he looked fired up for that game and uh, he was unanimously the man of the match. Two goals and since he's like a really good performance in uh, midfield. So, yeah. I guess like the United boys just wanted it a bit more. More than that, like Leeds played right into United's hands. Uh, the midfield was very open. And Calvin Phillips, like we usually, we have spoken about Calvin Phillips previously, haven't we? And we've always given him credit for the job that he does. He was found, uh, you know, on stretched out on most parts of the pitch. And that made the game very easy. Ultimately, got taken off right after halftime, if I'm not wrong. So, like, I think the main point that I am, and I think you're agreeing with me, is that this isn't going to last too long in my eyes. I don't think it can. Yeah. Fully. Yeah, it's probably not sustainable. And, yeah. Yeah, it's and, been, uh, yeah. And another thing that irks me, and 
I guess if you had Vishnu with us to talk about this, is the amount of credit that Bielsa gets is isn't as warranted as it should seem. I, I might sound like I just don't like the guy because he's, you know, managing Leeds. But like, if you just look at his honors and stuff, he's just won an Olympic medal, and that was in '03, '04. So there is a big legendary aspect to the guy. And yeah, but there isn't much to show for it except this team now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think it's it's just. I, I guess it's the inspiration that he gives to other managers um, and a lot of people have learned from him that he's regarded so highly but it's kind of ironic here that you have play you have people like pep who have studied him and taken so much inspiration from him in his style of play but have but he he can't emulate the same kind of success like pep has so I, I get I get what you're saying. There's a there's there's a lot of unwarranted hype, but I, I guess it's just down to respect more than anything else. Fair enough. Yeah, the respect factor I'm sure does uh, play a part in it. And I'm not saying that he doesn't warrant the respect that he gets. I'm no way saying that, and I don't think I'm in a place to say that as well. But other managers get like you know shit for way less than you know losing 6-2 losing 4-1 twice uh, against Christopher and Leicester so it's just it's just strange and it's it's nice to see how you know the media and pundits and everyone are dealing with this kind of thing we haven't seen that before I feel like a lot of other managers would start having pressure put on them at this point uh, yeah so I guess that that could be the reason why yeah, as in, he doesn't really stay too long in clubs. And I think that this, this, is, a, this is a reason that we, I mean, like, he's just, he's just there for, like, average one, 1.6 years. So it, it's it's really strange. So he's not like one of these legacy guys like Arsene Menger and Saf. He's just a guy who has a really strange way of playing football that's incredibly exciting. And inspired a lot of managers to be successful. I guess that's a very crude way of putting it, but that's he's probably like, you know, like how a training academy for managers go. He has paved the path for so many of them. True. And maybe he's happy seeing their success. Maybe that's how he fulfills his desire for success. Yeah. True. You know what I mean? I guess that's a very arrogant way of putting it as well. Uh, on that note, George, I think we have touched upon like a lot of aspects of Leeds for today. And let's call it a wrap. Do you have any final thoughts about this team? And give us a prediction on where you think they're going to end up this season. Probably less than less than tenth, greater than fifteenth. Okay, so exactly where they are right now at fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I guess okay, somewhere then. around that mark. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I would put them around there. Safe from relegation for sure. However, struggling to maybe make it to the top half of the team. There's too much quality in that top half at this moment. After the 
top six as well. Wolves look dangerous every time they play. West Ham and Everton having really great seasons, and Southampton as well. Yeah, so playing really great. It's going to be it's going to be difficult for Leeds and Arsenal to make it up the top of the league. I just had to put that in there. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah. On that note, yeah, let's. I think we should call it for this time. We'll be doing more of these single club analysis, I would say. And uh, join us for the next one. Uh, you've been listening to the Off the Line podcast with Caleb and George. And have a great Christmas and a New Year's. And we'll catch you next time.